0: Science and technology!
1: Hello and welcome to episode 45 of The Tech Garage. I'm Zach Teamey. And I'm Matt And today, we are fresh off. This is actually our second
0: podcast of the year. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, it is. Well, because we did the new uh, the new podcast. Right? Yeah,
1: so we were a special guest starring in a friend's show yesterday. Uh, it's called The Nonversationalist. Uh, it's a couple of guys we work with. They were interested in doing a podcast, so Matt and I brought him into the studio uh, and started recording. It should be posted within the next day or so. Uh, depending on how long it takes to get listed in yeah,
0: iTunes. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the thing is, um, I mean, I think they were interested in doing it. I think it was our idea, though, that we brought to them. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, you should do this because you You're guys talking is to. funny <laughs> as shit. Um, they're, they're, they're both funny guys. They're both a little bit quirky. And, and I mean, it's kind of, there's a, a lot of talk quirky. about. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the talk is about movies, uh, but obscure stuff. Like, it, honestly, the, the what I was thinking about when we were talking, I brought it up a little bit, was... They're like it's, – it's almost like – It's like listening to Siskel and Ebert, uh, but if they were hipsters. Uh, if they were like some weird children of Dennis Miller, right? <laughs> where where um, it's these obscure references that nobody else gets but them. Uh, but you know it's funny and you know that the stuff actually exists. You just kind of go, uh, okay, <laughs> move along. I mean half the stuff you get. I, I, I get a right, bunch of it. Right. But there's, there's the occasional ones that I'm like – I don't get that reference because it's way over my head somewhere. But, um, yeah, it's very funny.
1: Yeah, so the long and the short of it. Check out the Nonversationalists. It'll be up on Stitcher, iTunes, all the places you'd go. Um, We'll link it in the show notes. And I think our goal is to have them record that you know as often as we can, yeah, and uh, I, I, mostly turn it over to them. We'll just show up occasionally to run the mics.
0: Yeah, I mean we ran it here in the studio, but uh, I think we can we can hook them up with some way to uh, record it on their own uh, on a more regular frequency than having to drive out here into the 6 just hang out with us. So let's so.
1: dive into our topics. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: We actually didn't talk order on any of this. No, we didn't. Let's start with the uh, Logitech Harmony Elite remote.
0: All right, that sounds, that sounds cool. So, I, I ha- did I did I tell my Logitech Harmony remote story on I, the podcast here ever?
1: I can't imagine that you ever have. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, so so let's start with that because it's it's, it's kind of a funny story. I would wanted when they, they they came out like 10 years ago. I mean they they've been around for a while oh, yeah. about the harmonies. Um w- there was a there was a deal through Microsoft you could get where mm-hmm. you could get – if you ordered it through sort of the whatever Microsoft online thing, um, Logitech would give like this huge discount, like 50% off or something for a brand new uh, Logitech 1.
1: Which, God damn it. Did I forget about a corporate discount again when I bought an expensive ass You may thing? have,
0: but I don't, I don't think they do it anymore. Or okay. if they do, it's not nearly as, as good. Uh, I, I know this is a result of follow-up from, from how this story works out. Um, so the, the Logitech 1 when it came out was like 200 bucks. Um, which at the time for me, I mean, that was 10 years ago. Inflation mm-hmm. and all 200 bucks is like a thousand bucks now. Yeah, that was like 4,000. Um, yeah. Dude. Something I mean, like that. Uh, that's what I so, pay for a
1: potato. Are you kidding?
0: So being able to get it for a hundred bucks, I was like, Oh, I, I totally want one of these. It's sweet. Um, that was the first one that had sort of an integrated L- LCD screen. Um, which w- was contextual. So if you switch to DVD player, you'd get the DVD buttons. You'd get on the it. DVD buttons. But it also had a bunch of hard buttons. So like one through ten was just actual real buttons. It wasn't just L C D and like the volume and channel up were like actual buttons. But you'd get like play and pause and record, um, or if you were if you switched to your D V R or something, you'd get a different set of contextual s- sort of soft buttons on the on the L C D screen. So I was super excited about it. I really loved it. The setup was amazing. It it just it just worked. Every dev- the same as it is now, I think, you know, Logitech has pretty much every device configuration in there in the database, and you just set it up, and it was, it was very easy. I had it for, I don't know, a month at most. Um, and I was sitting at home. Uh, I think I was actually working from home that day for some reason, and somebody rang the doorbell. So I jumped up. Went over, got the doorbell, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, whatever, it's UPS man or something. Walk back, pick up my laptop, go to sit down on my couch, and I hear this crunch. And when I had gotten up, the remote had flipped under like a blanket, fallen on the floor. I hadn't realized it, and I stepped on it with all of my weight right on the LCD screen. Your considerable weight. Considerable weight, yes. Massive Uh, amounts of muscle. Which cracked the LCD screen. Uh, and while it's a super convenient feature of the remote, uh, without it, it also made it completely useless. Um, so I had this really nice remote with a cracked, blackened out LCD screen that I couldn't use a month later. And, that is uh, shitty. Yeah. So I. So then I went. I was like, oh well. What, what can I do to go buy a new one and. The the deal was only you could buy one per year or something like that because they didn't want you to just buying a ton of them
1: cause right and then reselling them yeah on eBay.
0: and then um, so I I remember looking back a year or two later go ooh let me let me just buy a new one now my mm-hmm. my years up and I think the deal was no longer honor or whatever so I don't think you missed out
1: but uh, okay good so now you've so got actually let's talk remote history just for a bit oh you so you've geeked out I've geeked out on remotes for years now like. Almost ten years ago, I had a big gray box remote that was all LCD. I had to go program it myself, come up with the icons, orient it where I could. I could go through and like uh, learn the IR codes off my remote. Yep. Uh, program in the hex codes into the code, update the the remote, and now I have a big like grayscale touchscreen that I could. Work with.
0: And I'm going to be honest, I've used, I used that one. I've used them in multiple other places, either at work or mm-hmm. right, I've known other people that have had them. Those never really worked as well as they were sold to work.
1: Well, the thing is, is they work fine, but when you want a remote, you want to be able to operate it without looking at it. Well, so, and all of those ones, none of them have buttons, and, and your finger doesn't have the right muscle memory when you're carrying like a fucking paperback book to try and like get to the right. parts you need.
0: Which was honestly the the harmony 1 for the short time that I had it. I really liked cuz it wasn't just the LCD, right? The LCD right. gave you a couple of key things that were, were that changed per device. Yep. But it was mostly actual buttons.
1: Yeah, so after I migrated away from my big gray brick, I went over to the Harmony 880, okay. which was sort of a elongated figure 8 shape yep. with uh, LCD on the top and then, you know, all of the kind of nav buttons in the middle and then uh number pad on the bottom, I believe. Okay, yeah. Uh great, love the remote. It uh after a number of years started to have issues because my ex uh used to enjoy dropping and throwing remotes. Oh, so right, right, right. um you know when you have a three hundred dollar piece of tech <laughs> and it gets hucked at anything, <laughs> it has some long term issues. Yeah I can see that. So that guy died. Actually, he's not really sitting. the remote's
0: fault. Not so really much the remote's fault. It's just, handling, yeah.
1: If you you can't treat some things that way. Uh, so fast forward, I got the Harmony 900. Okay. Now in the update from the 880 to the 900, uh, Logitech had changed how they do things. I think Harmony had actually gotten bought by Logitech in the meantime.
0: Okay. So all no of the- no Harmony was Harmony was always the model name of owned by, but it was it was created by was Logitech? It Logitech. Okay, yeah.
1: cool. So. Um, my first 880, I had to go into the website and you know I actually think it had a it had an app on your computer, right? Okay. Yeah. Configured yeah. Yep. it on your yep. computer. I remember that. Um, by the time they got to the 900, they'd gone to a um, web based UI where you go on the web and you configure it, and it would. Uh, uh, but every time I got a new remote, I still had to go and like re remember everything that was in my previous remote, like yep. type it in man- manually myself. And then go test it and try and remember my fucking remote login, like the password for the Harmony site that I use <laughs> right. once and never, ever, ever, ever again. Yep. Um, and I always had to sit at my computer, and it was crappy and horrible. Um, by but the, the way, remote s- was awesome, right? Sites like,
0: <laughs> sites like programming your remote feel like, you know, there's the internet security where, hey, don't use the same password everywhere. Yeah. There are some sites, though, where your login for information. I'm okay with using the exact same one because, yep. when I'll say, if somebody hacks in and figures out what devices I've got, eh?
1: Exactly. <laughs> like, I-, I think that those – I do have a number of those, and they are my lowest they're, – they're just one password I use for all right. of them. Right, so main. all the low security sites, yeah. you can
0: kind of use the same one on. Your bank, yeah, those all get you something use for special. your special.
1: So – I got my uh, new Harmony Elite, which the number pad on the Harmony Elite's gone. It's okay. now just the top is a touchscreen. There's the nav buttons, you know, up, down, left, right, select, exit, menu. Okay. And then uh, a bunch of buttons on the bottom, like red, yellow, green, and then some uh, do-it-yourself buttons where you can configure them to be whatever you want. And I was like, oh, I don't I actually wavered a lot on it because I wanted to have the numbers because I liked it well actually I'm not going to say this It's not that I like to it's that I can't actually use the guide on DirecTV cuz there's so much goddamn shit on it <laughs> Like there's just too many channels and I don't oh. ever know if it's up or down so the one channel that I watch which is 293
0: Right that's right. the
1: baby channel so I can put it on when the internet's down for the ba- like when the internet's broke you, I can turn 293 on and um, You know you can you can add
0: favorites Yeah, you can. No, no, no. I mean like hotkeys. Yeah. Like press the up button once and it will bring up a favorites menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: I I stopped doing that a while ago for um,
0: reasons that shall be um, lost in the sands of time. (laughs) Okay, because you didn't want to – you wanted to press – 293 as opposed to the up button ones. No, I
1: down. was having a problem where my uh, DirecTV DVRs kept crapping out and I had to keep sending them back and replacing them and sending them back and replacing them. Oh, okay. Them. And by the third time, I'm like, fuck it. If this thing doesn't ever work again, I don't care.
0: Ah, I see.
1: I, I, like, I got tired of going in and configuring it all the time. Right, right, right.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: So, yeah. Um, but anyway, so I've got the the, the Elite. I was like, ah, I really need it because my current 900 is going out because my wife drops things all the time. <laughs> a recurring problem. Yes, there's definitely a theme in my electronics, and uh, it's just not my fault is basically what I'm saying. So uh, the 900 has been having issues, and so I bought the Elite eventually. I'm like, okay, I'm just doing it. I bought the Elite right before Christmas. Um, it came in actually on like, one of the days, right, like, lead up to Christmas, like, Christmas Eve day or something, like, or Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I really, 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 really want to play with this, but my parents just showed up, and I, I have to, like, my, you know, be polite and say hi to everybody, and I just want to play with my damn remote. Okay, I'm just going to open it up. I'm going to see what the, uh, what the how what the experience is. A, it's awesome. So the phone has a little hub, or the... Excuse me. The remote has a little hub yeah. that you can plug in, and you can put it in a case so that uh, anything that you have in a cabinet can it'll talk over RFID to that hub, and that hub will then spit out all the IR it needs. Okay. Which I do have a cabinet, so I need one of those. Um, but that hub connects up to the internet, and it talks to your remote, and it talks to your phone. So I was able to, from my phone, connect to that hub. Say, hey, here's a here's the new remote. And it goes, okay, cool. It looks like you had a uh, 900. Do you want me just to bring over the settings from the 900? Nice. And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs>
0: because that's going to shortcut a bunch of this. Yeah.
1: So it then transferred all of my activities over. It transferred over um, my all of my devices. And then it said, oh, by the way, here's the cool new stuff you can do on this remote. Do you want to go ahead and add some of these pages as well? Like pick your favorite television show. Or um, it looks like you can... Uh, On my old one, on the uh, uh, 900, I had an activity set up for the Roku. And then once I was on the Roku, I would select either Netflix or Amazon. Okay. Right? This one is smart enough that it can talk to the Roku and know... And now I have just an Amazon or a Netflix button on my remote. Yep. So I hit Amazon, and it automatically starts up the Amazon app. Uh, Same thing with the Netflix app. I started watching YouTube on my TV now because I to just add the YouTube app, yep. and so like the activities now are just like a list of services of stuff that I want to watch, and it goes much faster. Yep, yep. Um, the other thing is since that hub is there and it's talking to the network, I can actually control my 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 phone can be used as a remote. Ah, very so nice. yeah. if I, if the remote if is the remote. like an impossibly long way away from me, like oh I don't know, slightly out of reach, just past my drink. Then I can just pull my phone out and boom. Uh, you said, uh, "What if you lost your remote?" If I remember right, and don't, I'm checking on this right now. It find it for you. I believe there's a find your remote from the.
0: Uh, Ooh, uh, does the remote make like a beeping sound or something? Because that'd be kind of cool. D-
1: don't quote me on that right now. I'm double checking, but I I think there is something like that.
0: Very nice. because um, there's nothing more annoying than somebody. I don't know who, but it might be, you know, one of my daughters or wife, I don't know, crams the remote under a cushion somewhere, and you're like, where's the remote? Where's the remote? Where's the- I just want to, like, I just want to be able to change the channel. Like, ah! Yeah.
1: Okay, my internet here is sucking. That's not a surprise, so I'm having a hard not, time not connecting. Really. But, oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Can't find Hub. I'm too far away. Uh, connect? No, it's just that I was, didn't have my Wi-Fi turned on. So, uh, A... The, the, the Harmony Elite feels good in your hand. Okay. It, while I'm waiting for my internet, we'll talk yeah. about that. It has really good feel. The buttons are nice. They're distinguishable but subtle, so you can get to the volume quick and easy. Uh, configuring it from your phone is actually super awesome because my computer's in the other room, so when I had to go back and forth from the computer to try things out, or as... like Anytime you have a remote that does a bunch of stuff uh, and you maybe were in a hurry transitioning all that over and didn't actually test any of it just assumed it would work like i did and it did which made me super happy there's edge cases of things that your wife does with the remote that you're like why would you ever do that (laughs) but she's like this doesn't work and i want to do it i'm like okay hold on pull out my phone can just update it right there pushes to the phone or it pushes to the remote yep it is basically badass nice nice this is one of the nicer remotes i've had it's got a little haptic motor in it too so when you tap on the uh you get a feel yeah
0: uh, does it have a charging cradle? Do you, yeah, it okay. has a charging cradle. Nice. I think that's with the, with the one that was one of the things I was re- like because they suck through batteries a little bit faster. The one didn't have me. a charging cable. No, it did. No, it had or a charging, charging cradle. Cradle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that I really enjoyed. Okay. Right. Yeah. That I thought was like well, a. Here's a place for the remote to go, so people don't just cram it in a cushion somewhere. Uh, but also that you didn't have to worry about like oh, are the batteries on the remote yeah. running out for this slightly more advanced than just you know mm-hmm. a dumb remote.
1: But yeah, I the the also other real sign of success is that i swapped remotes one day and i'm like hey honey we got a new remote be careful with this one set it on the counter she picked it up and was using it immediately
0: it didn't have to there was no learning curve you, yeah. well there was
1: one minor thing that was uh, needed to be adjusted so on the remote when you have the directional pad uh, up into the left of the directional pad is a button that says exit Okay. It also happens to be right where we had the back button configured on the previous remote. Okay. So when you're watching a when you're watching a show in Amazon or Netflix, and you hit back, it takes you up to the series list, so you can see all of the show or all of the right. shows in that series or in that ep- all of the episodes in that season. Yeah. Um, but on the remote it was actually set to exit which takes you to the home screen of the roku <laughs> okay so when you were going back to select a different episode of something for the baby to watch and it nukes you right back to the main home screen of the roku and then you have to go select netflix and then you know yeah, uh, okay through yeah. Again. yeah uh tiny minor thing and yeah. so i just there was a back button on the bottom right of the directional pad so we just swapped the back and direction or back and exit on it but all very easy to do all from your phone uh phenomenally awesome If you uh, have need of a new remote that has RFID or RF capabilities or even doesn't, don't need RF, go buy a Harmony Elite. They're badass.
0: By the way, the the new um, uh, DirecTV DVR that I got, and we talked about it. Uh, about ten episodes ago in here mm-hmm. um, that 's an r f based remote yeah, all of the so direct, direct TVs better.
1: have been r f based for a long, oh my God. long time.
0: It, it, yeah i don 't think in my living room between you know xbox controllers and and that i don 't have anything that 's i r based anymore, and it 's so much yeah uh, well to, to not have to go, oh, is somebody like am I at the right angle or what you know yeah you used to always have to kind of like hold the remote up at a funny angle occasionally to to get well, the since I moved all of
1: our stuff into the the cabinets that are built into the walls uh i absolutely had to switch over to rf because yeah. there's well okay in the cabinet is the roku which is rf already and the Directv, which is rf already the dvd player that we never use
0: and an <laughs> so, xbox 360 yeah uh
1: yeah so it's super handy though um interestingly enough uh, did you want to talk next? Do, I,
0: yeah, I can. I can hit my you next. Do yeah. yours next? Okay. Yeah, we'll cover that. So, um, I've been playing the shit out of Fallout Four for the last couple of weeks. Well, on vacation time here, right? Um, do you remember we were at, we were at PAX? Mm-hmm. And, uh, everybody I,
1: was very excited about Fallout. Everybody was Fallout really
0: excited. Pets. You asked me at some point, like, hey, who's that little... There's a little sort of bobblehead-looking cartoon character. Right. Um, and you're like, what's that for? I'm like, that's, that's the Fallout uh, Vault Boy character. Th- this
1: is where I'm losing street cred with anybody and everybody that plays
0: video games right now. Yeah, but yeah, it's one of those things. Um, so do, do you know anything at all about Fallout? Well, basically? So I know
1: there's been four video games.
0: <laughs> Based on... Uh, that what i said already that you just That's said actually incorrect um i
1: know that people love five. the shit out of the game yeah um was there a fallout
0: 0 no there was fallout vegas that didn't have a uh, a number attached to it so did that
1: count as a whole game i thought that was just like a mini episodic thing like,
0: it was uh, not, not
1: a full on like $60 no, it, was, game. it was pretty
0: much full on $60 really? game it Damn. was based on the engine from fallout 3 so it's sort of an extension of Fallout 3 but it was completely like Fallout 3 and a half completely stand alone on its own 60 dollar game um, storyline was completely independent of well not completely so th- it happened a, in the same world yeah, yeah so here's what I like and I didn't play Fallout or Fallout 2 which which came out in the sort of late 90s um, and then I think Fallout 3 came out about 4 years ago somewhere in that sort of time frame okay. and that was my the first time I really had any experience with it um, I think it's what what, what uh, sucks me in the most, and especially with Fallout Four, they've they've done a lot better job of sort of involving is is the sort of world that's generated in, in Fallout. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of a alternate future. Um, and about alternate future, imagine that... Like, aren't, you, you, aren't all futures alternate futures? Well, no,
1: because like... I the mean, is there, f- is there a known hey. future? Wouldn't that be the past?
0: This is a future that we're never going to get to, right? Um, so imagine... It's Not the, with that attitude. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> it's the year 2077, uh, but everything's still basically the 1950s, right? So technology's advanced, mm-hmm. but like computers are still all just green screen. Um, so it's
1: like uh, Star Wars.
0: It's, yeah, there's a little bit of they Star Wars. They right? can travel
1: in hyperspace, but they still have these 70s green um, exactly. So, the computers
0: are these green screen. They look like a TRS-80, but they have robots, and they've got like sort of nuclear prol- proliferation has happened, and and um, I think there it's might have bad. been floating cars and stuff. You know, they got fusion cells and and stuff like that. So it's it's clearly the future, right. but again, there's this sort of like 1950s. Style that's applied to everything. You know, everything's kind of got that sort of um, uh, Art Deco feel to yeah, it. And, right. And I,
1: I've seen some of the videos of it. I've seen a lot of the advertising for it. And I, then there's a
0: war. Apparently, nice. the war lasted for two hours two whole hours. Two whole hours. <laughs> but it was a nuclear war and it was pretty Doesn't much take long. everything got eh,
1: destroyed. Turned to shit.
0: Yeah. Now, the subplot here is that there was a, uh, there was a company, Vault Tech. That was sort of working with the U.S. government to make vaults to make vaults for people to live in, right? So, hey, uh, you know, the vault tech rep comes to your house and he says, uh, "Hey, I want to want to interest you in uh, maybe the get- doomsday planners don't seem so crazy now, do they? No, no, they don't. I want to I want to interest you in uh, you know a, a spot in the vault. You know, what's it going to maybe- take to get you into we- a vault today? Exactly. And literally, this is this is how Fallout Four starts. Is the guy coming around, going like, "Hey, what can it take? What's going to take to get you, you and your family into the vault?" Blah blah blah. It puts lotion on its skin. Yeah. Now here's the thing: the Vault Tech Company, their real motive wasn't to um, save humanity, right? Uh, their real motive was to do some hmm, social and psychological experiments on people living in the vaults. Did they cause the war? Uh, no, uh, but Are they you sort sure? of. Not really sure, but I don't think so. Uh, but they sort of profited from it or they used it as their way to run the experiments. And so there was all the different vaults had different like mm, experiments running on of like, uh, like uh, let's see how many people we can cram into a tight little place or let's, um, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, th- this vault is like, uh, these people are never getting out of this vault or, or whatever other experiments. Uh, the vault in Fallout four, 4, it was a cryo- test so you actually so in the previous yeah so in the previous games you were sort of a it's 100 years or 200 years in, in the future and you're maybe a descendant of somebody who went in the vault but your your whole um ancestry has been living in the vault for the last 100 to 200 years in this game you're actually somebody who went in the vault before you get cryogenically frozen okay and then woken up and it's 200 years in the future and now you're sort of in the wastelands trying to survive and, and everything's mutated. There's, you know, uh, mutants and and mutated animals and stuff you got to fight against. And then there's all kinds of things to go around and collect and, and whatnot. Uh, so one of the cooler things, though, that they did with the game as an accessory, and I think we saw this at PAX. In the game, and this was, this was definitely in Fallout 3. I don't know if they had this in... Uh, I think they did. There was a... A device. So anytime you go into like, the menu system, mm-hmm. you're using what they call your pit boy which is basically a little green um, device that sits on your wrist and you can control and look right. at your, your inventory. Like if you s- had an
1: uh, iPhone Plus attached to your wrist.
0: Yeah, literally. So as a bonus for the game, they made an app for the iPhone and Android and even Windows Phone. Wait, Windows Phone 2? Yeah, I know. Crazy. How do they
1: Like, why did they make an app just for four people?
0: I, I don't know. Um... But it basically, the app simulates the, the Pip-Boy in the game. But you can actually connect it to your PC or PlayStation or Xbox. actual Yeah. And you can actually use that as your additional controller for the game. Now, mm-hmm. there's, there's been other games that have done sort of the, hey, here's your phone, sort of your second viewing screen for... Um,
1: well, the Windows phone tried to do that. And the Zoom, right? Yeah, With yeah. yeah.
0: There's been multiple attempts at this sort yeah. of thing. It's always
1: hard, though, because... And again, I'm absolutely not saying anything against uh, the Windows phone in this regard. Yeah. It's really hard to convince people that in order to get the full experience, they need to take their phone out to watch TV.
0: Right. It doesn't make... Yeah, it it just
1: doesn't... It 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 doesn't sink into the consciousness. However, when you're playing a game and you already have gamers hooked and you're like, hey, so here's this thing that sort of lets you pretend like you're a little more immersed in the game. Right. Which
0: you can do it or you can not do it. Um... But, like, honestly, it works really well. Like, I was playing with it. I, I've experimented with it a little bit. Um, and actually going Minor through the menu. Minor for into to cosplay. What's that? <laughs> Minor
1: yeah. for into to cosplay.
0: Uh, just turning on the phone and, like, scrolling through. It's kind of nice to actually have that accessible to choose things quickly than pull up the menu screen right. in-game. Uh, so it's kind of nice. But there was an accessory that they had... Uh, if you bought the super special edition, which I didn't mm-hmm. do, which was basically a fake Pip Boy that yep. you'd you'd mount on your wrist and then it would hold your your phone in your uh, hand, so you could pretend that you were like yep. Cosplaying, there was the a game. lot
1: of people super excited about yes. that at PAX um, when they showed the videos. I thought the uh, room was going to like
0: just spontaneously. Yeah, no, I didn't actually expect that it was going to work that well. Like the the, the app integration is kind of the key here, right? Uh, but they t- didn't tell really... me about it.
1: You remember last week's episode with BB8? Uh, yes, <laughs> shitty app integration there.
0: Yeah, uh, they nailed it on this though. I mean, it, honestly, it looks exactly the same as the menu on the screen. You you, you it actually probably is it, it? probably is. you literally there's no difference. Um, it's super quick and responsive and as soon as you push the button like on your device whatever you did on screen happens and so you you don't have the sort of leg between the two devices and um it's actually kind of fun yeah yeah Yeah.
1: I, i i don't make time to play video games personally but i can imagine if i was playing a game like fallout that i would actually probably have already manufactured myself a little fake thing on my wrist to
0: hold it i may have thought about doing that a little bit and have decided not to but uh
1: mostly because your daughters walked in on you and like dad no
0: Uh, no they do that anyway (laughs) they already they're already like actually honestly uh jenna's been sitting there watching me play a lot kind of like hey what's that what's this what's that what's this like just because it's kind of actually uh, i think this game probably plays pretty well on twitch just because it's it's sort of even interesting to, and yeah there's, there's a lot, lot of good visuals a lot of good visuals and a lot of storyline story effects and stuff um it's also amazing how much recorded dialogue they have um
1: just well if you think about it video games are a lot more work than even probably uh, people think about because you don't just have game engine design Right? So, somebody does have to design a game engine. You do have to be using a game engine. Yeah. Somebody needs to be developing characters and stories and uh, visual assets and audio assets. Like, there is a ton of it's and and it's for multiple hours, too, right? Like, think about You go to we saw Star Wars recently. Awesome. Go see it. Um, That movie was, what, two hours
0: and change? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Two hours. How many hours do you play in a
0: game? I'm probably like 20 hours on this game so far. Yeah, and are and, you done yet? No, 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 no. I, I, and I remember like um, people playing uh, either pre- previous versions of Fallout or even um, sort of the um, Elder Scrolls games, which use the same engine. It's sort of based on similar, it, except for it's fantasy based, but right? Sort of same engine, different different environment. Um, Hitting yeah. like putting in over one hundred hours. Into now, one is of these games.
1: Uh, Fallout 4 kind of a quest-based game, an open-world game?
0: Or, y- exactly. Uh, yeah, it's it's a role-playing it's, game, but super open-world. Okay. You can just go do whatever you want, um, get some quests, make some money, uh, or caps. They use right. bottle caps for uh, currency. I uh, uh, knew that,
1: actually. You did? Yeah, because I asked you like three years ago at PAX why they were handing out bottle caps.
0: Ah, right, right um yeah it's just it's a pax
1: is always a learning experience for me it is
0: but but i think that the thing that that i really like about fall is sort of that like the depth that they've put into the universe of sort of like you know bottle caps for currency and these sort of funny things that happen all the time and then they've kind of sustained through um the series make it i don't know it just makes it sort of an entertaining uh uh alternate reality
1: yeah totally and Uh, if anything could get me back into gaming, well, actually the only reason I don't game is because I don't make time for it because I've got
0: tons Uh, of 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 other things I'm doing with my time.
1: Uh, but the, the story aspect of it, like I've, one of the things I'm always impressed at at PAX is there is a very strong story in almost all of the games that are out there these days. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, the story behind super Mario brothers, not terribly complicated. Um, Mario's going to save the, the princess, princess and, uh, and yeah. she's in another castle. Yeah, Boom! Yeah, I'm millions sorry. upon <laughs> millions <laughs> upon know. millions of dollars. Uh, but nowadays, they're putting they have just amazing immersive worlds. They've got stories. They've got everything that would actually be super engaging. Yeah, um, I'm just waiting for every game to come with a. Uh, oh damn it! What's the uh, uh, the thingy, the goggles that I really like. Oh, yeah. Oculus. With, yeah, the Oculus. As soon as everything is an Oculus, I will be super wicked happy.
0: Yeah, that'll make I will it get back to the immersive. Yeah. No, and even yeah. for me, like, to get into this, because I think I bought this game in November when it initially came out. Uh, I played for maybe an hour and then didn't come back to it until a week or two ago because eh, it's just not time. So um, I've just had a lot of free time the last couple of weeks. Granted, there were other things I could have been doing, but uh Yeah. skipped it and did this instead i've spent all that time writing code
1: and cleaning podcasts up and um recording podcasts yeah that's what i do with my time apparently so uh Let's talk uh, on uh, Fallout Four. You said you're about twenty hours in. Yep. What are some of the highlights for you so far? What are the things that you're like? Oh my god, this, I, this was just amazing how they did this.
0: So I, I, the one thing that's uh, new to the series uh, is sort of uh, you can sort of build your own settlements now. So as you go around, you find sort of maybe like some farmers or something, and <laughs> it starts. It starts in sort of you get your own town. Um, and you can actually add to that town and build, you know, defenses and supplies and assign people. And then you can connect your towns together so that people can, like, you know, your supplies. So get you've, got an, there.
1: you've got kind of a Sims aspect There's or a bit Age of, a of Sims, and so,
0: Yeah. And so you're kind of building this, like, small empire where you've got these little – all of these various safe havens you can go to. And I think that just is sort of the uh, collecting and building aspect of it, which I think kind of ties into um, – Maybe a little bit of what probably happens um, in... What's that stupid block game that the kids all love now? Minecraft. Uh, Yeah, Minecraft. Uh, I I played that. Yeah, I think it's the same... I think it's hitting that same uh, thing that you get in Minecraft, except for I could never quite get into Minecraft for, uh, I don't know, whatever reason. It just doesn't...
1: Well, it's not a game built for you.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Clearly. Uh, Whereas... whereas you know, I think that the that Fallout has that same aspect. It draws you in initially with the story, right? right? Where you Like
1: Minecraft traditionally hasn't had a story. I mean, I think they've now released story mode with it where there are stories that you can pull through. But uh Minecraft is largely just a um open world explore Unlock right. hidden secrets, find goodness, and right. go for it. But, but
0: that's it. Whereas whereas, pure in Fallout, there's, there's that, but there's also storyline driven behind it. Right.
1: There's no explanation why everything is made out of blocks.
0: Exactly. Yeah. In, okay. in Minecraft. And it's then just, I've got no is. motivation to go make more blocks because whatever. So,
1: the, the, so uh, tiny, tiny deviation here. I tried playing Minecraft um, because a couple of folks at work suggested it would be fun. Liars. Uh, As an adult person starting to play Minecraft, because some friends told you, that was the most god-awful, appalling experience I'd had, because there's nothing. You just start the game, and you're like, okay, what do I do now? Oh, things are killing me, and I'm, well, I'm dead. Okay, it's nighttime, I can't see anything, and I'm standing around. Uh, I guess I'll go chop down a tree? That was pretty
0: much my experience, also.
1: Yeah, like after you start to play it a little bit and read through some tutorials and figure out what to do, it does become a little more engaging. Like I spent a ton of time with my nephew playing, uh, 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 Minecraft and building stuff and burning stuff up. And yeah, it's really fun to, uh, like
0: burn stuff, burn up. stuff. Yeah. So
1: uh, I am a kind of an efficiency guy and I was trying to build a big ass castle one time and I saw that a, um, like, I, I, I asked my nephew, I'm like, hey, how do you do this? He goes, oh, what you need to do is fly up to the top of a tree, drop the lava on it, and then let the tree start to burn. And then after that's done, you take the water and you pour it on the lava, and then the lava becomes uh, rock.
0: Huh, yeah. I'm like, wait, what? I mean, that kind of makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's good. I'm like, well, but then how do you stop the rock? Or how do you stop the water? Oh, well, you just hit the bucket, and then you pick up the bucket where the water started. I'm like, so I have to find the source of the water that I, like the block that I, He's like, yeah, it's easy. You just go, Coop, scoop, scoops, 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 scoop, 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 and then it stops. When it stops, you did it. I'm like,
0: oh. Okay, right. Yeah. Ne-
1: needless to say, like, he has spent hours discovering this stuff, watching YouTube on it, talking to friends, and I'm like, man, that's a lot of work.
0: Yeah. I, I don't have time for that. <laughs> because you're playing Fallout 4. Yeah. Or watching shitty TV, one or the other.
1: Have you been watching any... Uh- oh, actually, I w- started watching some uh, new TV shows oh, this yeah? week.
0: What did you-, you start on? Uh, Red Oaks. Okay, I don't think I've heard
1: of that. So i I think it's an Amazon original. It's set in the '80s. The main character is um, a college person. He's going to college, but he's you know he goes to college in the city, but he commutes and he lives at home. And it's now summer, so he's gone and gotten a job as a uh, assistant tennis pro at the Red Oaks Country Club. Okay, and you know it's kind of a. He's got a cast of a bunch of people, like, you know, the stoner valet, uh, his girlfriend, the aerobics instructor, uh, Paul Reiser's in it. He okay. plays the rich old guy in the show. Okay. Uh, it's actually pretty good. It's, like, it. the first episode when I watched it, I'm like, whoa, this really feels like the 80s. Because the girlfriend had, like, high hair and, like, really garish makeup. Yeah. Uh, and they seem to have toned that down through the f- first three or four episodes, but... It's just a good sort of of coming-of-age story, I guess. Okay. I might also be a little broken. I really like any shows that happen in that kind of college time for people.
0: Right, right, Because there's a bunch of experiences and interesting things that happen. Yep, yep. Been there. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Might have to check that out.
1: Yeah, check it out. It's on Amazon.
0: So I think Amazon was our next topic anyway since we're Ah, on it. Yes, they are. Yeah.
1: So um, back in October, Amazon made a decision uh, that was actually kind of surprising to me. So everybody understands that Amazon's business is to sell you shit.
0: Yeah, Right. Yeah. They do a pretty good job of it. Ah, they do an amazing job. She, she, I don't even – I, I think with uh, Amy not going to work, she spent a lot more time on Amazon. There's been boxes showing up at the house every day, not just for Christmas. There's boxes showing up today. I don't even know what uh, they are.
1: Yeah, I, I – so I might have a little bit of an Amazon problem. I get boxes delivered every couple of days. Yeah. Because it's awesome. So much so that my daughter, one of the things she can say very clearly is, Dad got a package? <laughs> and then she'll grab my hand uh. and pull me over to the package. Um, but so Amazon does a great job of making it easy to sell you stuff. So yeah. you can just go to the website. You can find it. You click, uh, and then
0: it just shows up at your house.
1: I had a hankering. One of my Rokus is going out. So I wanted to buy an Apple TV. Yeah. For one of the rooms, just to test it out, because you love Apple, because I love Apple yeah. too. So you now, went to Amazon. I went to Amazon, and all I could find on Amazon was like a holder for the Apple TV or like stickers for the Apple TV. And I'm like, okay. what the what, what is going on? Uh, uh, I can't buy something on Am. Like I literally had that feeling inside. Of like, well, what do I? Do? What do I fucking do now? Do I go to a store?
0: Right. Like, well, not like you've never been to the Mac store. Well, yes,
1: I have, but. I don't like to go to stores. I would much rather just give my money to Amazon for it to show up to my house. Um, So I'm like, this has to be wrong. I've got to go figure out what's going on. Went and started investigating. It turns out that in October, uh, Amazon uh, decided that they were going to pull all Apple TVs and all Chromecasts from Amazon. Because it... uh,
0: Conflicts with their business for... No, it's not that it conflicts with their business. Let me... me, uh, Right. That's kind of weird because that's what I, that's what my assumption was that like it's it you know. There, it's a, it's an attempt to reduce customer confusion okay. because
1: the Amazon Prime, Amazon Video on Demand, yeah, yeah. all of those things are not as well integrated into say an Apple TV
0: or okay. Chromecast okay. as anything else. All right. D- can you get Amazon on Amazon, Apple TV so like uh, or, or his, Chromecast? Uh, and Chromecast I, isn't even... Uh, well, here's the thing. That's I, weird. I, on my okay.
1: uh, Roku... like They've made apps for Roku. They've made apps for the iPhone, yeah. the iPad. Um, I assume there's an app on Chromecast. I would be surprised well, if there Chromecast, wasn't.
0: I thought Chromecast... And I might be wrong about this. I thought Chromecast was just basically... It's like another Roku, basically. I didn't think it was even like a Roku. I thought it was like you, it takes what you're watching on your iPad and like... more oh,
1: post it. I thought it was like a Roku.
0: I thought it was more like a uh, transference device hmm, okay. than a actual get the content device but i don't know i've never actually played with one
1: right so uh, this struck me as odd that amazon would um, choose not to sell something especially since you know they've made apps for the iphone why don't they just make an apple
0: tv app yeah right that that would make sense seems like i I would just jump on board with
1: yeah i went did some digging so traditionally on apple tv you actually had to enter into an arrangement with apple to jointly develop anything that was on there Okay. They didn't have, like, the App Store or anything like that. Okay. So with the new release of the newest lines of Apple TV, they now are having – they have tvOS. There's tvOS plugins out there – not plugins, but uh, SDKs out there. You can now build
0: stuff for tvOS. Okay. So, so in theory, in theory, Amazon, Amazon could just build an app the same way they have for PlayStations and iPhones Androids, and Androids. Yeah, everything, everything else.
1: else. Now, I actually think that they're – like, I have no – insider information on this at all. This is me speculating 100% here. Okay. Um I think that Amazon was actually making a uh statement because on my phone when I'm reading Kindles, okay. I can't purchase Kindles. I can't purchase Kindle titles, like books on my iPhone through the Kindle app. Really? Yep. Apple Why won't not? let them.
0: Wait, what?
1: Apple has some rules around it and some, you know, probably profit sharing that's, as well. Uh,
0: oh, hang on. So that would basically be an in app purchase, and they probably mm-hmm. don't want to, like, Amazon wants to do it through their marketplace. They don't want to have to Apple run a kick it through back. their own Apple right. marketplace. And so they said, screw you. Of course, that totally nerfs the Kindle app on right. the phone. You can
1: read it. So anytime I want to buy a Kindle book, yeah. I have to go into my browser find the book, buy it, and then I can read it. Now, on Android, uh, Android doesn't have any restrictions around purchasing stuff in your apps, not using their in-app purchasing engine. Right. Right? So on my Android devices, I could always just go, buy a book, done, everything was happy. Right. Um, I'm wondering if the real thing going on here is Amazon didn't want to have... Like, the video players on my phone and my iPad, those also are... I cannot purchase stuff through it okay I think Amazon might have said you know what I'm sick and tired of this I want some negotiating power to go back to Apple <laughs> and say hey um, yeah so I'd really like to be able to go and do our own
0: sales thing through here and right.
1: not deal with your ecosystem
0: right and sort of like hey so we're the biggest retailer in the world uh, I'm not sure if that's true Alibaba whatever well um, in, in the US definitely definitely in the US um, and you know what Here's some the of your products aren't going to be for sale anymore right
1: and we're just going to say, hmm, the Apple TV. That's pro- I don't know how much money Apple makes on the Apple TV, but it's definitely not as much as they make on iPhones or iPads. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just Amazon going, hey, guys, little reminder here. It's worth us working together on some of these items.
0: <laughs> it would, yeah, that's entirely possible. Or they may have just been like, fuck you guys.
1: Yeah, and I think the Chromecast kind of got stuck on the wayside.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a casualty. Alternately, I mean, it does seem like, hey, here's this is our we have our own video um, service that you know why would we sell somebody else's device to play their video service? Uh, But
1: but that that rationale doesn't hold up at all because they've got Hulu, they've got Netflix, uh, and now granted, there's a very large difference between Hulu and Netflix and Amazon because Hulu and Netflix or HBO Go or any of those are a subscription service. You pay for the subscription. And the app is just a viewer, right? Yeah. You can't actually purchase more content from Netflix.
0: Correct. That is your yeah, so content. So there's a little bit different uh, – it is a slightly different model. Um, yeah
1: and I think Apple has been um and and we know this traditionally Apple does a very good job of having tight reins and controlling what they think what they think should happen happens period. Yeah. I mean, that's Whereas why Macbooks it, don't have seen. And ROMs I think
0: Apple's them. Apple and Amazon's are much more apples to apples for the video yes. service because you well, are Well, they, they both
1: have the same thing. Yeah. You have a streaming service that you can purchase content for. Yeah, Right? They are direct competitors. Yep. And Apple's like I don't I, I'm assuming Apple is like why would I let a competitor have I want a premium experience. I want that premium sp- experience to drive people to my um, service. Yep. I mean, if you think about it, I, I use Amazon for everything. Uh, oh. I buy all my TV from Amazon. Yeah. And I'm heavily invested in the Amazon ecosystem. I do wish it was better integrated with the other ecosystem that I'm heavily bought into.
0: Apple. Well, and that's the, I I mean, I I think we've had this conversation for other things. Whereas once you get invested in a particular ecosystem, it's hard to justify to move off. And I think all of these companies kind of have this sort of like, Hey, I I I, want people in my ecosystem because it becomes value for those people. mm -hmm. Um, And then it's really hard for people to want to have to move off, to to move from Apple to Android or or, or vice versa.
1: I've literally probably got hundreds of, of dollars in television and music that I've purchased from Amazon that lives in the Amazon cloud. Yep. Right. Uh, And I've got thousands of dollars of hardware from Apple. Yeah. One of the things that is like the the most janky piece right now for me is when I buy an album from Amazon MP3. Yeah. uh, It's automatically saved to the cloud immediately viewable from my Amazon music app on my phone. But then I've got to download it through the Amazon Downloader, which will then insert it into iTunes for me so that I can have the music on my phone. Yeah. Like through the music app on my phone. Yep. Where there's songs that are now duplicated in the Amazon app and in my um, music on my phone.
0: Yeah, that's a little janky.
1: Yeah, super janky. This is one of those things where I understand how it happens. I understand why it happens. But as a consumer... I would really just like to have all of my uh, magic cloud services, regardless of which ecosystem I'm bought into, work happily together. But they
0: magically just cloud together, yeah, right? Because like
1: I will, like I have no problem spending money if Apple and Amazon and Microsoft and everybody was to go. Okay, so here's the thing: you buy into our ecosystem, you get our value. Yeah, totally behind that. But I would like to buy into a lot of different ecosystems and get the value out of all of them. Because, like for instance. The uh, we, we talked about this a uh, week or two ago. The band, the band 2, yeah, is an awesome device. yeah. I really dig it. Its information is locked away in Microsoft Land. Yep. I can't get it, that into my um, well, I can get it into Strava, which is where I keep all my running stuff, which is good, right? right. So there are points of interoperability, but the, the, there is no real major connection point to Apple. I can't like, I've tried to use the health app in Apple to store data. Yeah. I don't understand where it goes, what it does. And there's so many weird like this app can put in this type of data, but that's not the data I want that app to put in. Like uh oh, I don't even remember which app. Oh, my um my Fitness Pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love my Fitness Pal, I use it all the time for logging food, see how many calories I've had. Uh th- that doesn't seem to enter workouts cuz I have my so I have a bunch of things that I do for tracking. Yep. Uh, My fitness pal kind of acts as the center. I get everything to feed into my fitness pal. I think that's what
0: I've been using too. Yeah.
1: And then I'd like my fitness pal to sync with my Apple health to store all that data. It'll push work. It'll push in my food data, but not my workouts. (laughs) Interesting. And other things will put in workouts, but not food. So when you're trying to figure out which weird permutation of how do I get my data the place I want it. Right. You I want the doing,
0: one centralized location for everything. Yeah. yeah.
1: I want one place to go where I can see, oh, here's what I eat. Here's what I bought. And I could totally get that if I just didn't, if every, if there was a single company that did everything I want. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. But that's, that's unrealistic. It's not going to happen. We, we really need to kind of distribute and democratize all of this crap so it works together
0: better yeah uh, some some standards would be nice um but i i, I think that that goes against the business intents of each of these individual giant companies
1: well i, I don't know if it does really because a, as a consumer and i've been saying this for years and i put my money where my mouth is i have said if you would let me purchase tv a la carte i will happily pay uh, for it i completely agree Everything is, is that way. Which is
0: why you, That's why I've given Amazon. Amazon hundreds yeah. of
1: dollars for all of the television and movies yeah. that I've bought.
0: But what you really want, honestly, what you really want is to be able to buy um, your TV from Amazon. Amazon and just have it show up in, uh, it, it, I, optimally, in iTunes. Yeah. Right? Because, hey, I've got this content here. But, but iTunes is trying to sell you that exact same content. So they right. don't want you to do that because, hey, but, w- w- you might as well just buy it on our platform also.
1: Uh, yeah, but uh, as, a, as a computer nerd, I'm of the opinion that if somebody develops a better interface, you should yeah. be able to layer that interface on top of whatever back end you want. And let's be serious. I, whether they're better or not, I like the way Apple presents stuff and the way they do things.
0: So a hmm, potentially really good app then. Would be the uh, sort of mm, TV aggregator app where it, you sign in with your account for iTunes, for Amazon, for Microsoft, even, uh, and any content that you've bought shows up in there in a single library, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And when you want to buy new content, and you can just play it, you don't, have, you, you don't even, you as a consumer don't care.
1: So Roku has taken steps to do that. Yeah. The way the, Ro- the newer Roku's work is all of the apps basically can be looked at as a feed. Okay. And you can go to the main Roku search and search for whatever you want. I and it just will a then show, show it shows on all of game. the. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, that's, but that's, the, that's one company, right. Roku, that's doing awesome things like I want. Right. And I have like four Roku's. But honestly, in the
0: house, it feels but. like that's the way it's going to have to be is that, that a third party is going to have to come and go, like, hey, let's just, like Roku, yeah. and say, I, I built this thing where you can see all your content. Because I don't you own any of it. I'm just allowing right. you to view it. And hypothetically, you can purchase it. So let's say you want to purchase a new episode of How I Met yep. Your Mother. And it would then show you, you can buy it here on Amazon yep. or um, on iTunes. And here's the cost on Amazon. Here's yep. the cost on iTunes. And, and you click buy and then it just shows up yep. again in your catalog.
1: And the Roku people have done an amazing job with that. But that's in a very narrow band. Right. Yeah. I want it for everything.
0: Yeah, well, or maybe, maybe that's
1: Roku's model for expansion into um, owning. Um, right.
0: Right. Like, so, so Roku now does that. They, they've already done it for uh, video. How hard would it be for them to do that with then music? Right. Like, yeah. hey, here's the Roku Music Player, and, and if you can then just your start music from any cloud, iTunes right. or Amazon, and you just it just shows up,
1: which is nice and workable. That'd I just need cool. it also on my iPhone.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then they make a Roku app for the iPhone.
1: Right. That, that's where it starts to break down because then I don't have all of the um OS integration. Because uh, you then have to it depends on how good they make their app. app. Uh, you're never gonna have as good as a tra- True. as a native True. experience that yeah. way. So Apple, if you're listening, that would make me really happy, please. Um go do that. Uh Amazon, let me know how this uh not selling Apple TVs goes.
0: Uh, it does. like... I'm sure like, they're going to reach out to you and be like, "Oh, hey, Zach! By yeah, the we way, we listened to your podcast. It's totally going well for us. We're totally yeah, like,
1: totally worked. Yeah. Apple listened. Um, but yeah, it looks like they are. I saw some um, internet. Maybe stuff.
0: someday that'll actually happen, though. <laughs> It'd be great. Like, This it? podcast would be huge. People would be like, "Oh, hey, did you hear that? Matt and Zach said that we should do this. That'd be it, awesome. That would be great. Yeah. I think.
1: I think we might have to get some more I, listeners for that. I
0: think all the current listeners, you need to tell your friends about this podcast so we can make this shit happen. And then if you want something, just let us know and we'll make it happen. And what we mean by that is actually have a physical conversation with people and
1: get them to take an action, not just post (laughs) on Facebook and have somebody click a fucking like button. Honestly, if you could do that, though, that would be nice. Okay, we'll take that, too. But like action, people do something. Don't don't just like it on Facebook and move on.
0: But like us on Facebook. But you should totally like us on Facebook, too. The the Tech Garage. Facebook.com slash The Tech Garage. Like that page.
1: I like how you went Facebook.com just in case there's a person listening like oh shit I do have to go like that but I'm unfamiliar with this Facebook thing of which you speak well you know uh, I mean the only people that could do that are me
0: right well then is you and, and I mean I guess my wife is also shit at Facebook yeah, if my so. wife happens to listen to this she'll be like "How do I I went to Facebook what do you mean yeah so um, I think that about does it for us. do you have
1: uh, any more items I think that's it that. I'm good cool great well thank you everybody for listening and Talk to you soon.